1: Welcome back to The Ralph Simpson Show with ABA legend and Colorado Hall of Famer Ralph Simpson, brought to you by SRS Incorporated.
2: Hey, they come back. I understand we have Coach Ted Boyle on the, on the line with. Hey, Coach, welcome to the show. Hey, good to be with you, Ralph. Yeah, I'm so excited. You know, I feel like I really know you, <laughs> and I do. You know, <laughs> because, you know, uh, I, I followed your high school career. I followed your uh, 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 KU career. I followed you coach up there at CU. You're the one who went into it. I didn't do
3: that. Yeah, you know, uh, Ralph, I feel like I know I you too. You, over here yeah. you know, when I, was a, when I was a kid growing up in Greeley, um, my dad used to take me down to watch the Denver Rockets when you were playing. And uh, so I remember watching you play, and I was a big fan of yours when I was just a little kid growing up in Greeley. And I had one question for you. I still get confused. Like, sometimes we'd go to the Auditorium Arena, and then sometimes we would go to the, uh, uh, the Coliseum over there. Coliseum. Yeah. And – and, and did you guys play in both of those? Or did uh, half of your games, wh- or was it one year, one place, one year, another? What? I forget because I was yeah. just a little kid at that time. We
2: played it both in both. Uh, yep. It, in the end of the, the Rockets, we played at the auditorium, uh, coach, and then they built uh, McNichols. And, and yes. I, I was yes. happened to be the coach, uh, the captain of the team at that time. And so, uh, yeah, we played at McNichols. Before that, we played at Auditorium, which was a great place to play. And then we also played at the Coliseum. Yeah. Yeah. Sure
3: yeah. I, 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 those were great memories for me when I was a little kid, I can tell you that. Yeah.
2: Well, Coach, how you been doing?
3: Great. You know, other than, you know, dealing with this COVID situation and, you know, just trying to make life as normal as possible. I mean, uh, yep. the, I understand the good for, yeah, good news the good news for us, Ralph is our, our players uh I think 11 of our 13 scholarship players are in town right now and we we were able to start workouts on Monday and so we're we're getting a little bit of sense of normal sense of normalcy getting back in the gym which is good but uh it sure has been a crazy 4 4 or 5 months.
2: Oh, it's been crazy. It's been so crazy. Now coach you played with Larry Brown uh played for Larry Brown and Ted Owens.
3: I did. Yeah, uh, I was recruited to Kansas by Ted Owens, and also his assistant at the time was a guy named Bob Hill. Um, and uh, I played two years for them, and then uh, Coach Coach Brown came in. I played two years for Coach Brown, and and uh, I know you know you know Larry. He's, yes, I do. Uh, he's one yep. of the one of the all time best, and and uh, I certainly wouldn't be where I am today if it. If it wasn't for Coach Owens recruiting me and having a, had a chance to play for Coach Brown and Coach Owens both, I mean, it was a,
2: it was just a uh, – I was
3: very, very fortunate. I've been around great people and great coaches my whole life.
2: Yes, yes. Uh, I wouldn't be uh, the player I was without Larry Brown. You know, I played with Larry Brown one year, I don't know if you knew it or not, and then I played for him uh, uh, two and a half years. And when yeah. you had, uh David Thompson and Dan Esso and Bobby Jones, and that was such a great team, we should have won great a championship team. that year. But Julius you know, yeah. Urban hit that baseline jumper. And that, that <laughs> yep, yeah, I, whenever I see Drew's, I, I tease him. I say, Give me that ring. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. And down so, down.
3: The, Yeah, Coach Brown was a great coach. I know he was a very good player as well. I never got a chance to play with him, but I I certainly enjoyed coaching. Great point
2: guard playing for him, Coach. A great point guard. Now, uh, uh, I I spoke to a friend of his. uh, I think two days ago, and Larry is in North Carolina, and uh, he was a friend of mine. Said he was so bored (laughs) that he went and got some old tapes. He is – Instead of looking at him, but he's really bored. He comes out like once a day, and he rides his bicycle. And uh, he talks to uh, Bill Self up at KU and also the North Carolina coach. Have you spoken with Larry?
3: Absolutely. Now, I haven't spoken to him in in probably a month or so, but during the season, Ralph, uh, he's a guy that watches basketball 24-7. Yes, he does. And I always ask him, I said, coach make sure you catch our games i'll shoot him a text and say hey we play you know thursday night at seven and and friday morning he'll call me and he'll he'll give me the uh you know his is uh, in his two cents about our team and he's uh he's got such a great basketball mind but he yeah, does. during the season during the season ralph i probably talk to coach brown once a week you oh. know uh and, and if it's not once a week it's probably once every other week but he stays in touch with a lot of his former players. You mentioned Bill Self, even though Bill didn't play for him. He coached, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for him at Kansas. And, and Mark Turgeon and Danny Manning, who was at Wake Forest most recently. So he's he's got a lot of, you know, protégés who are coaching today. And he stays
2: up with all of us. and He's a, he's just a great resource. Yes, and that's the kind of person he is. He's always been that way. You know, yes. just a fine person. He'll help you in any way he can. And... Uh, I speak to him maybe twice a year. And, yep. and uh, when I do speak to him, <laughs> a Coach, he said, Ralph, you, you, you ain't called me in 20 years. What's up? I said, Larry, I, t- I talked to you two months ago. <laughs> but right. that's, yeah, but that's the kind of guy he is. I love him. You know, he's just a great hey. guy. And uh, him and Doug Mo, uh, they're two of a kind. And uh, they play for the great coach over there at North Carolina. Uh, uh, Yeah, Dean Dean Smith. Yeah, Dean Smith. And uh, I talked to uh, Walter Davis, once coached, maybe about six months ago, maybe a year. He said that when Dean Smith passed, uh, he got a a letter in the mail from Dean Smith. He said he opened up the letter, and it was a check for $300. Yep. And they said every player that Dean Smith ever coached, he left them some money. Yep, and 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 Ralph,
3: uh, I think he also left every manager, um, that that that, and every assistant coach as well, yeah. and I believe, and I didn't I didn't rec- I never played for Coach Smith, so I didn't receive the letter, or the check, but I, I think in the letter he said, you know, you know, he basically thanked everybody, you know, for 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 playing for him and being part of the program, and and asked them to take their their families out to dinner. Wow, and uh, wow. yes. Yeah, what a, what a what a great gesture you know yes. uh, to leave uh, behind and yeah Coach Smith was a was a special special man and yes, I know he was. Coach Brown loved yes, Coach he Brown was. loved Coach, him a special
2: yeah. uh, I never played for him but I've met him on several occasions and uh, of course I played with Bobby Jones and uh, boy they just loved that guy he's just a great yep. great human being you know in and, and, and these times Coach and we got you know Black lives matter. You know, all lives matter, in in my opinion. You know? And uh, uh, I heard from Pakovich, Coach Pakovich, uh, San Antonio, uh, great coach. Yep. And he he said, Rafa, I I got a lot of things to to say. And uh, we run his speech sometime here at the station. And he's another great guy. You know? Absolutely. Another great guy. But Coach, you know... What do you think about Black Lives Matter? Well, you know, I, I agree with you. I think
3: all lives matter, but I think you know the, the 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 situation that we're faced with, you know, in this country, and especially the the impetus for this whole movement was obviously George Floyd and, and his tragic death. Mm-hmm. I think what it what it what it brings to the forefront is the fact that um, look, we've come a long, long way from uh, back to when yes. you know uh, Martin Luther King. Uh, was assassinated in, in, in the civil rights movements of the 60s. And, of course, I was born in 1963, so I have no recollection of that time other than what I read in history books. But, you know, I think uh, in, in many respects, Ralph, we've come a long ways. But I think when you when you look at, you know, uh, the world today, we still just have to be reminded that we still have a, an extremely long way to go as well. So we cannot yeah. be satisfied with the progress that we've made, we've got to continue to forge ahead and, and understand that, uh, you know, a, hey, we're, we're, every man is created equal and, yes. and we all need to be treated equal. And, and, and when that doesn't happen, you know, we need to speak up and we need to uh, shed light on those situations and, and, and hold people accountable. Yes. and And I think that's to me what what it's all about. And, 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 uh, whether you're black, whether you're white, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman or you're, you yes. know, what your sexual orientation is, you know, we're all, you know, should be treated equal and, and, uh, and, and treated with respect. Yes. And, yes. And, and I think, uh, so again, I think we've come a long way, but we've a got a way long spoke. way to go. Yes. But we've got a long way to go. And, yes. and Ralph, you could probably speak to that better than I can. So, Yes. I should be, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. You, 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 I can't. I'm a 57 year old, you know, white man who's been very, very fortunate and 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 uh, uh, very lucky to be where I am. But but I think there's a lot of people who have to work a lot harder for things than I do, and I, I just want those people to know that I understand that, I respect yes, that, appreciate and, that, and
2: I and I want I want to help I want to
3: help the cause. I don't want to hurt the cause. Yes,
2: I appreciate that a lot, Coach. Coach. We have a guy at the station. He's his name is Jake and he's our sports uh advisor. He he has a question for you. You got Jake.
1: Yeah, Coach Boyle, I just wanted to ask you, uh what what ultimately made you decide that you wanted to get into coaching? <laughs>
3: you know, it's an interesting question. Uh you know, Uh, Ralph and I were just talking about Larry Brown. You know, Larry Brown was born to coach. Like, you know, he just, I think he came out of the womb and and he was going to be a player and then he was going to be a coach, Coach. right? Yep, that's correct. I (laughs) I was not that way. I I was, uh, you know, I was, uh, uh, I got my business degree uh, from the University of Kansas. I went into the business world. I was an investment advisor for about nine years, actually up here in Boulder. And uh, I started coaching high school basketball kind of on the side. And I did that for six years, and coaching kind of got in my blood, so to speak. And I had a I had a you know a, a, a near fatal car accident coming to work one day back in the early '90s, and it really changed my perspective on life and kind of what was important. And uh, I was at a crossroads about a year later when I had the opportunity to go be an assistant coach at the University of Oregon uh and, and, and a teammate of mine at Kansas, Mark Turgeon, was on their staff and mm-hmm. I said, Hey, we got an opening. You know, the good news is we got an opening, I think you can get it. He said the bad news is only pay sixteen thousand dollars a year. <laughs> and I was making significantly more than that as a, as an investment advisor, but you know, it was one of those points of your life where you you know, that fork is in the road, so to speak, and I could either stay on the uh the high school coaching path and the investment work path or i could jump into the college coaching and i i ch- uh, chose the the latter and and it took me full circle all the way back to boulder you know 20 some years later and i just feel so so fortunate and lucky to be here and uh but i think you know the, the bottom line is you know uh i was not born to coach but i fell in love with it uh, by dealing with young men and trying to have a positive impact in their yes. lives yes and uh, uh i've been again i've been very very lucky to get back to uh to colorado which is a state i grew up in and
2: and, and be the head coach of the colorado buffaloes i can see that in your players i watch a lot of your games coach and um uh, this year's team is looks very good to me oh think? absolutely ralph
3: we, we've got a chance to be terrific you know we Uh, McKinley Wright, our point guard, is still, his name's still in the NBA draft, and, you know, he's got till August 3rd to make a decision. But, you know, if he comes back, which I think he will, but um, if McKinley comes
0: back
3: addition to the guys the other guys we got coming back and and also the the new players we've added we got a chance to be as good as we've ever been here and and uh, I just I just hope our guys have that opportunity you know yes and I know uh, you know we don't know what's going to happen with college football season but I know our guys are chomping at the bit to, uh, know they to get are. back get, yeah uh, get back on the court do you think there's going to be a season in college football I basketball? do I do I'm very optimistic uh, I'm a I'm a glass half full guy I'm positive. I, I believe that we're gonna be able to do it. We just have to put our minds to it and, and uh stay healthy and be respectful of people and, and you know and, and understand that where you gotta you know, wear a mask and stay yes uh you know, take care of yourself and, and I do I do believe we're gonna have one. But you know, those those decisions I can promise are gonna be made above my head. Yeah.
2: Yep. Coach, you had a player I don't know, last year or year before that. He graduated from East High School, and, and I, his name uh, I can't remember right now, but you probably know where I'm talking about. Uh, East High School player. Oh yeah, Dom- Dominique. Dominic, yes, yes. Yep. How is he doing?
3: He's doing great. Yeah, you know uh, his his mom uh, uh, Daryl and or and, uh, my mom and dad Daryl and Lori uh, Collier. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, are doing they're great great people a great family you know he played for a great coach and rudy Carey and uh no doc uh dominique is doing uh doing terrific i, I don't know what his uh, current job is i know he played overseas for you know a year or two when he got out yes. um, but he's a guy we're really really proud of and uh you know denver east has put out some really really good players over, yes. the, over the years yep. and yeah and uh but but uh yeah, Dom was one 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 of the uh, one of the first guys we started recruiting when we got the job here because he was he was like in ninth or tenth grade. I can't remember you know what grade he was in when we got the job. We recruited him and got him to come up and be a buff. He had a good career here, and and uh, again, just a terrific family and and and, uh, and a guy that uh, you know is uh, it makes makes our program proud.
2: Yes, thank you. You know what, uh, his dad is a very good friend of mine, Darrell. We kind of grew up yeah. together in Denver, playing in the uh, recreation league, and, uh, and I followed Daryl, and uh, not Daryl's son, followed him quite a bit. And, in fact, uh, Bubba was on the show, about a month ago. Yes. Yeah, oh, was that right? Yeah, he was on the show. He mentioned uh, Dominic, and he was a great shooter when I saw him in the East. Yes. And I saw him a couple of times, you know, you know, playing for you, and uh, I, I'm happy that he's playing overseas if he is and and uh uh just a good kid coach just a very yeah. good kid and, great uh,
3: kid and great family
2: yeah and uh you know he got his
3: degree from colorado and and uh you know it's the, the the best part about coaching is to see what kids do you know five or ten years down the road and uh you know to see uh see when they get married and see when they have their yes. first child yes. and, and and uh and there's there's no question in my uh, mind that Dominique uh, is going to be successful and uh, a great member of his community. And I know he's uh, he's doing well right now. And we when we uh, you know
2: we're always here to support all of our players. It's fantastic! I really like that coming from a, you know from Detroit, Michigan State, of course. I had a lot yep. of good coaches and a lot, a lot of the good men. And Coach uh, uh, Jake has another question for you
1: yeah coach. um so with with how well the season was going last year, regardless of how the season finished out, does it leave a bad taste in your mouth that you at least didn't get an opportunity to showcase your talents and your team's talents with uh, with the nCAA tournament? A little bit,
3: Jake. I think um you know it's look we're we're, we're kind of over that. I think when I look back on this past year. Um, yeah, we, there's. I think there's a bad taste in our mouth more from the standpoint of how we finished than than not having a chance to play in the tournament. But, you know, now, now I say that as a coach that, that that I always say there's two people in this world that I feel really really bad for. Okay, when it comes to the uh, the opportunity being taken away from us last year, and that is uh, Shane Gatley and Lucas Seward, Who are two seniors because they will never get a chance to come back and. And be a part of that now everybody else you know gets that opportunity again hopefully this year if if you know again uh god willing we can we can play and have an NCAA tournament again but but uh those two those two seniors never get that chance but uh, uh yeah it was a good year I think you know we won 21 regular season games we tied the school record you know for 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 a number of regular season wins and we didn't get a chance to show what we could do in the tournament but uh uh hopefully uh, again we knock on wood and stay healthy we hopefully have that opportunity this year
2: great they, they uh maybe those players can go overseas and play like dominic did if they like absolutely yeah no lucas
3: see will play i don't you know shane gatling you know he's uh, a little bit undersized but he's a really good shooter and you know he's a guy like dominic that uh you know i think will get an opportunity to play over there you know at some level and in uh but you know as well as I Ralph boy when you get into professional basketball it's a little different animal than college basketball Yes it is yep it sure and, is And you know if you you got to stay healthy you got to produce there's there's a lot of things that have to go right for right. you to <laughs> yep. continue to earn that paycheck and and that and every year there's you know there's a group of guys come out of college that want to take that paycheck away from you and take it for themselves I mean, so And that's the truth yep Yes. It is a it's a very, very competitive world that we live in and but uh but yeah there are there are more opportunities to play overseas than there were when you came out, you know, of Michigan Correct. State or I came yes. out of Kansas. You know, it just wasn't the same. So I think that's that's a positive sign.
2: Yes. And coach I have a lot of contacts overseas and you welcome to use me. You, you, uh, well, I appreciate that yeah, have, yeah I, may, I may take you up on that yeah I think, you're welcome, you know,
3: me it's it is a global game now, and there's you know there's good players all
2: over the world yep and i have coaches from australia I always calling me ask to me uh do you know any players that uh can help us and and they treat them good over there they treat them really good
3: absolutely yeah i know there there's guys that can Carve out a really, really good living. You know, we've got a kid, Corey Higgins, who played for us the first year I got here, um, and he's had a tremendous career and played in Moscow, and he's most recently been in Spain, and he's carved out a really, really nice career for himself. And, and so, you're exactly right; they treat him very, very well. They sure do uh, in certain countries. Yeah,
2: Coach, did you coach the, the the kid that plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder?
3: Yes, Andre Roberson uh, uh, was a kid when I got the job 10 years ago, um, he was the first player we signed Ralph wow. and, uh, from San Antonio, Texas. And, uh, and you know, when we got him, uh, it's funny. Uh, he was kind of the best available player out there when I got the job. And, and I remember calling some, some coaches that I knew down in Texas and say, you know, what do you think of this kid? And, you know, and it was about 50, 50 50. 50% of them said, you know, boy, you got to steal. He's going to be terrific. And the 50% said, oh, coach, I don't know. He can't shoot and he can't do this and he can't do that. And,
2: <laughs> you know, so, yeah.
3: you know, he wasn't like a, a bona fide, you know, future star. But, you know, uh, you talk about, you know, we were talking about Dom earlier, uh, Dominic Collier, but uh, Andre Roberson, man, just the same kind of kid from a great family. Uh, great values, hard worker, and came here and really, really uh, blossomed as a player. He was second in the country in rebounding. I think he finished about twelve rebounds shy of Stefan Pele up here at Colorado for mm-hmm. being the all-time re- leading rebounder at Colorado. So I was, I was really disappointed he didn't, he didn't break that record. But had a terrific career here. He's done really well for Oklahoma City. He's actually down in a bubble in Orlando playing for Oklahoma City now. So. Uh, coming off an injury, he hasn't yes, played yes. for two years, Ralph, but yes. he's a terrific player, terrific young man.
1: Yes. Coach, this is my uh, my last question. Uh, I've heard that you had a a litmus test on new recruits, and I just w- w- wanted you to go a little bit more in depth into that for our listeners and also um, how COVID has impacted your recruiting process.
3: Well, my litmus test, I don't know. Maybe I've, uh, I've done a lot of interviews. I'm not sure exactly what my one – uh litmus test is but i can tell you in terms of new recruits um what what you know we've got seven different we got a list of seven different criteria that we have to to recruit a kid to colorado and, and the first three really are what we call non-negotiables and and the first one starts with character you know we're gonna we're gonna recruit kids we talked about dom collier we talked about Andre Roberson. Those kids fit that character mold. They're good kids from good families that know right from wrong. Um, so character is the number one thing. Uh, this, the second thing is we get, we recruit kids that love the game of basketball. And, you know, it's funny. Sometimes you got a kid who's maybe 7 foot or 6'11", or he's really tall and lanky, and he's playing the game of basketball because his parents wanted him to or his friends thought he should or, you know. Uh, but he really doesn't love the game and and those are the kids you got to be careful of cuz when they come to college, you know, they might be good kids, but they're not going to get any better cuz they don't love it. So, we want kids who truly truly love the game of basketball and and the third non-negotiable for us is a work was work ethic. You know, we, we nothing great in life happens without working hard. That's right. But we just we just believe if kids work hard and they love the game and they've got great character, we can we can live with those three things, and then after that, you know, obviously we're looking for guys who can shoot, they can pass, they can dribble, and they can defend, and they're athletic, and you know. So the the the, the criteria kind of goes on from there. You know, what's been interesting about COVID is we haven't been able to go out and actually watch kids, um, you know, in person. So you're we feel like football coaches now, where we're watching film and yes. we're making decisions on who we recruit and who we don't recruit based on film and that's a little tricky now because i think you know uh ralph when i watched you play down at the auditorium arena or mcnichols you know uh it was a little bit different when i saw you in person versus watching on tv right (laughs) and 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 you know sometimes you miss some things Mm -hmm. uh that that uh that that aren't as apparent so it's a little, been a little bit more challenging and difficult from that standpoint but you know we really we really dive into uh, you know the kind of person a kid is and the kind of program he comes from and, and his parents and, and and we you know fortunately our coaching staff has got years and years of experience um, so we've got a lot of contacts you know Ralph you mentioned you got a lot of contacts overseas yeah. guess what you know our system coaches have a lot of contacts from the East Coast to the West Coast. To, that's what you need. You know, yep. uh, and that's what you need. And you've got to rely on those, and you've got to yep. trust those contacts, especially now with COVID because we can't go out to a kid's high school or an AAU event and watch them in person.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Coach, just don't go to Michigan – <laughs> and, uh, and, and recruit out of there because Coach Issa would be really mad at me.
3: <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Yeah. No, uh, Mitch, there's, there's, uh, we we signed a kid out of Grand Rapids a couple of years ago. We we missed on one from, uh, from Michigan a few years ago. So yeah, we we don't dip up there very often, but occasionally yeah. we'll we'll try to sneak in there and get one under the radar. Yeah,
2: there's some good players up there, Coach.
3: I am Absolutely. so blessed
2: to have you on the show with us. You can come on any time you want to. Uh, if you want to, got a, a recruit, you want us to talk to about Colorado well, and the city, I'll be more than happy to do so.
3: I really, Ralph, I really appreciate that, and, and just know you're welcome up in Boulder. We'd love to have you for a practice or game anytime you want, so the, uh,
2: the offer goes, goes both ways. Thank you so much, Coach, and I'll be talking okay. to you. Thank you.